Welcome back to the couch, everybody. In person. This episode's uh, all over the place. It's me and Letty talking NBA, though the the majority of it is. And uh, the end, I fu- I messed up the end, but I'm not gonna edit it out because I'm on a little trip with Jordan, Letty, and Butsy. So we'll be back on schedule next week. Uh, you're gonna enjoy this one. Have fun with it. Uh, goodbye now. All right, I am here with Letty, and this is our first uh, young players segment. So we're gonna be talking about some young players and young teams in particular. Um, for this segment today, we're gonna be talking about the top six from the 2023 draft. We're just going to be talking about how they've been looking so far. And then we're going to get into a couple of young teams that we've just been watching and what we think of them. So let's start with Wemby, number one, obviously. Uh, he's as advertised, correct, Led? Big time, dude. Yeah. You don't need to convince anyone that Wemby is the best prospect since LeBron. Like, he's living up to that. Yeah, I think he's... I, I was actually surprised. I was kind of worried that he was... Because of how hyped he is, I was pretty worried that, I mean, like, you have to be superhuman to live up to any of those expectations. But so far, he has been actually living up to him. He is. He is. I know he's coming off of a stinker last night against your team, but... Um, That's just a testament to us. Yeah, that was that was more of a testament to the Knicks uh, perimeter defense, I would say. Uh, no, but he, he's going to have nights like that. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> but he's still very, very good, and I've been super impressed. Yeah, dude. Oh, my God. he It's so fun to watch. Like, he's making plays that players don't make. Like, you, you don't think, like, oh, my God, he can't possibly dunk that ball from there, and then he takes off and he dunks it from there over, like, a seven-footer. It's just – he looks so smooth, so fun. On defense, he looks really, really good. Um, it's just the Spurs are really up and down, which is why I feel like he can't catch as much of a rhythm as he wants to. Like, Sohan, a point guard, I don't think it's really doing him justice, getting him the ball in the right spots. Cause yeah. I think if he, he has – He's too like he should be having twenty to twenty five a night, and I think it's just the Spurs' lack of consistency that's kind of holding him back a little bit. But um, but dude, he's he's on both sides of the ball too. His defense yeah. is so good too. He's better on defense than I thought. I I didn't know how much of that was going to translate because of his size. But honestly, he doesn't get bullied as much as I thought he would be, get bullied. No, because he's so long, he can just recover yeah. if he gets pushed around a little bit. Same with Chet. Same thing. Exactly. Um, all right, number two pick, uh, <laughs> controversial. Brandon Miller, he goes to the Hornets, and <laughs> excuse me, I've been watching him a lot. Honestly, I, I don't really much care for this Hornets team at all, but I like mm-hmm. watching Brandon Miller as much as it pains me to say he's an Alabama Dude, guy, but he's pretty good. To my disbelief, he's yeah. actually pretty good. I had no idea. Yeah, I I, I didn't know how much of it was going to translate. I still feel like from the scouting, he has a tendency to just kind of disappear in games. Uh mm-hmm. He's he kind of you can watch a couple of plays in a row and be like I totally forgot Brandon Miller was on the pl- on the court. Definitely. Um. That being said, is I know his assist numbers aren't showing it right now, but his passing is really good. Um. He's pretty efficient scoring the ball. He's not shooting a ton of threes. Uh. He he missed five against the Mavs, which isn't great. Um. He's just pretty solid. I. I don't know. I I. I'm not sure what happens with him because of the situation too. It seems like the Hornets are a mess right now. Mm-hmm. So I kind of don't know whether or not to blame it on him, but so far he looks pretty solid and I've, I've been happy with what I've had, what I've seen from him. Uh, how have you felt about Brandon Miller? I think coming out of the draft, I knew he was skilled for sure. I knew he could score at all three levels and he was long and he could defend because he was long. I was pissed that the Hornets took him over scoot because it was like they were drafting for fit. 
yeah and i was like the hornets you guys are so far away from doing making from any doing sort of noise that you have to take the best player available because they're the best asset and that was scoot at the time but yeah i like how his game it, it translating nicely because in college he couldn't really get to the rim that much you couldn't really get by his defender you could take like one dribble pull-ups and go over the top but with the spacing in the nba or maybe it's just him working on his handle and shit but he looks like he's explosive he's getting downhill well and then his jumper just looks very smooth he, it looks buttery it looks like he's in rhythm all the time so if we're doing if we're doing like upside downside type players for brandon miller i think the spectrum kind of can go either way it's either like he could be a chris middleton type player like yeah uh, like a three and d type second to third option on it on a championship team possibly if all everything goes right or i could see him having like a kevin knox career where it's like you're very skilled coming out of the draft and then you just fucking flop right on your face like yeah the knox comparison is actually i i'm kind of jealous i didn't think of that one that's a good comparison they shoot the ball similarly like you could tell they both watched a lot of paul george um, definitely do they look smooth yeah. yeah you could i think Wemby watched a little paul george as well i know he watched mostly kd you could tell from the way that he shoots the ball but yeah i think there's some paul george in there um yeah i i like that comparison i i do think uh maybe even like the high middle of what he could be is uh middleton and then like the high end of what he could be is maybe paul george uh oh yeah yeah that's like the very that's, that's like, like the very everything high goes right yeah, that's if everything goes right for him, which is a good player. You would take him number two. Um, <clears throat> number three is Scoot, who was our guy. We both wanted him to go number two to the Hornets. <laughs> Excuse me. He gets drafted to a pretty awkward situation because right after he gets drafted, they trade the Blazers trade their star away. Um, it seems like they just gave Scoot the reins right away. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had him playing like 36 minutes, 25 minutes, 26 minutes, 34 minutes, 20 minutes. He's out right now with a sprained ankle. He's been out for three games. Um he didn't look good. He couldn't shoot the ball. Uh, he was 0 for 3, 1 for 5, 0 for 4, 0 for 6, 1 for 3 from the three-point line. They just gave him the reins too early. They should have had Malcolm Brogdon come in and start, and they should take Scoot off the bench right now, which um, I guess they'll probably end up doing that. Yeah. Um, and I'm a little worried because of the jumper. Uh, Rosillo on his podcast read out like the players with who have been who shot the ball like him, and there's not a ton of good players that shot that poorly other than like Jamal Murray, who's really good, but he on that list is Jamal Murray and no one really else. And Jamal shot a little bit better than Scoot's been shooting so far. Mm-hmm. So I am a little worried about it, but Scoot's so good that I think he'll be all right. He's just, it takes guards longer to adjust to the league and the top two guys are big men. So it's always going to be a little bit easier for big men to adjust than it is for guards. It takes, it takes them a couple of years to get into the flow of it. So I'm not worried about Scoot yet. Um, I think that the fix for this is to take him off the bench and let him kind of work behind Brogdon and work back in. But what do you think from Scoot so far? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's just all about reps right now for him. Like, I, I don't, I don't mind starting him because the Blazers know they're not doing shit and they're just developing Shaden in him. Um, what I love about him though is it seems like he can get anywhere he wants to on the court seamlessly yeah. with that quickness and his strength is that pull up jumper. Like we've seen him in rhythm hitting that shot. Um, I would compare him to like De'Aaron Fox almost a little bit, where it's like blazing quickness and then that pull up, and then hopefully the three ball comes in the future. Um, but I like him. I think his passing has been really well. He's been doing great passing too. Like he's yeah, getting his teammates his in the right spot. Him and DeAndre Ayton have a good chemistry already. Um, so 
Yeah, I, yeah. I like him so far. He just needs more time. I'm trying to find like a guard that's like him just because he's he's big. Like there's a lot of fast guys, and then you have like your bigger he looks a little Westbrook like right now with mm-hmm. the lack of a jumper and just he's a top ninety nine percent athlete, so he's gonna get to the rim on anybody. He's kind of Westbrookian, a later career Westbrook where it's like the jumper's not there. Sometimes he's forcing the issue with the jumper, but yeah. he's uh like the best version of that. So um obviously we're not I'm not trying to send strays at Russell Westbrook. I actually like what he's been doing this year, but um you want Scoot to kind of pan out more than that. So <laughs> fixing the jumper is the way to go there. And um I think he'll get into rhythm. Like I said, the guards just take longer to get going, really. Um let's talk about Amen Thompson going to the Rockets. Uh he the bet the slightly better athlete of the two, I think, but I was more of an Asar Thompson guy because I like yeah. Asar Thompson, who went number five. I like his uh passing a little bit better. That being said, Amen Thompson, uh, he got hurt against I believe the King. I think it was I think it was the end of the Hornets game. Something he's like been, that. He's he, been out for like three games straight up. Yeah, he's been out three game streaks, and it says he's gonna be out for a couple of weeks. So that stinks. Um, when he was in, he wasn't doing much scoring, but his defense was the one that was sticking out to me. Um, I was really impressed with how well he defended the ball. Uh, that He's shooting 18% from three, though. Um, and that was the fear of both of the guys coming in, that uh, they couldn't shoot the ball. I will yep. say Amen's shot is a little bit more broken than better. Asar. Oh, you think I, so? it's been, I think Amen's is a little bit more broken, but it's been looking better. Mm-hmm. Um, then uh, and uh, SARS was a little less broken, but also isn't looking great. But I do think Amen's looked better. Uh, his shot has looked better than when since he's been in the league. Do you agree with that? Yeah, yeah. Amen or Asar, you mean Asar's looked a little better? Wait, sorry, I fucked myself up. Amen's <laughs> yeah, yeah. Amen's shot looked worse coming into it, but has looked better this year. Yeah, I thought the opposite. I thought on the scouting report, it was like, yeah, Amen can shoot, Asar can't shoot. I always when I watched, I thought Asar shot the ball better and passed better, but Amen was more athletic. Yeah, yeah. yeah so Amen's shot looked a little bit worse, I thought, and Asar's looked a little bit more fluid. I, that's why I was more of an Asar guy because mm-hmm. of his jumper and his passing. But I mean, um, he's panning out right now. Yeah, but Amen, he's he's going to be fine defensively. I don't want to compare him to Killian Hayes, but Ooh. there's. It's like a Frankie Smokes, Killian Hayes possibility on the very, very low end. But on the high end, what are we thinking? Like a more athletic Andre Robertson or Tabo Stefalos? I don't know. Because he's so limited. I feel like we're doing him so dirty. He's so limited shooting the ball. He can get to the rim. He could be be another. I I, I, I just don't know. I, I don't know who I can think of that just has the lack of a jumper that he has right now. Yeah, I'm trying to think of it too, but he can create and he's good off the bounce. Yeah, he's insane. He's got the best athleticism in the in the draft. I'd I'd say. Yeah, definitely. I don't know. We'll just, get we'll go back to that one. I just don't know. I don't know what to compare him to, just because of that lack of a jumper. You know. Yeah. It just limits him because they know what he's trying to do. He's. He's a fucking dog defensively. He's gonna stay in the league because of his defense. Him and Asar. Asar on defense is one yeah. of the sec, but he's he's fucking nuts. But I think with the men, I think A, it's it's an adjustment period because he was playing against 
overtime elite kids who were like high school JV kids who thought that Amen was like black Jesus out there. Yeah. Like he's averaging like 25 a game. And then B, I think it's like also the Rockets are, are guard heavy for sure right now. So yeah. you could probably make like a first team all NBA starting five with like Chuckers from the just the Rockets team, like with Jalen Greed, Fred Van Vliet, and Dylan Brooks. Alperen. So it's like Alperen, Shang- yeah. Yeah. Like they, they're all just looking for their own. They just want yeah. to um I've heard for Amen as well. Like I know I mentioned like the Killian and Frankie Smokes. Like those are on the really low end. And they're Who's those guys, Frankie Smokes, dude. Frankie Nilakina, dude. Oh. Um, I know <laughs> I know both sense. of those guys are really, really low end. And I feel like I'm doing a men dirty because he's he's better than those guys already, I would argue. Like defensively, he's skill up there. Wise, skill skilled, wise. Yeah, like more skilled. Um yeah. like the like the high part. I see a lot of John uh John Morant comparisons. And it's like yeah, I see that, but I feel like he could be a better defender than John Morant, too. Definitely. Yeah. Like a way better defender. Uh maybe he won't be as gifted athletically. Like Jock can hit the jumper a little bit. He's not a great jump shooter, but he's better than Amen now. Um, but with Amen's athleticism, you could see him being a John Morant type player who you know, is a, a little bit more limited than Jaw offensively, but would be better yeah. defensively. Uh, I also have seen bigger John Wall. I hate that comparison. John Wall was a sieve defensively. So. Yeah, we'll we'll see as it pans out. We'll see when this Rockets team gets a little more comfortable with each other because I know the new guards are coming in, so everything's a little funky. But yeah, I definitely want to keep my eye on him. Yeah. Also, like like I said, both the, both Asar and Amen are guards, and it's just going to take them longer to get to get regulated and get ready with the NBA. Same with Scoot. So it's going to take a little bit for them. Um, let's go now to Asar. Uh, Asar has been playing really well. He, uh, he, I, I like him better for sure. I think. Definitely. I think he's a better um, fit with the, yeah, with the he's shooting worse. He's shooting 16.7% from the three. Um, but he's getting like better numbers. He had, he had a 15 rebound game against the bucks. He had nine rebounds against the Suns. Um, he has four assists, four steals, four steals again, four blocks. Like he's, you can tell he's kind of, and he's scoring the ball a little bit better. He had 14, 16, six. Um, you can tell he's kind of in the field a little bit more. This is a kind of an awkward Detroit team. I thought mm-hmm. they were going to be a little bit more um, bordered, like defined, I guess, but they don't feel defined at all. Monty's kind of letting them play yeah. uh, and just letting them figure it out, which I'm not sure if that's what, he should be doing right now which is with what this team is you have a lot of prospects i think it's time to start refining and figuring this team out a little bit but asar is um i have a lot of belief in him i think he's going to be really really good uh i don't really know same with amen the player comps are kind of confusing for me here too because uh he's probably a worse shooter (laughs) than his brother Maybe maybe a better looking shot, but worse statistically shooter. But he's and he's not as athletic, but his vision's a little bit better. I would say his passing's a little bit better, and um, his his like I think his defense is a little bit more uh frisky, if that's the word. Dude, if, his defense is unreal. If I, I would not want to be lined up against that guy. No, so I don't I, I don't know what to compare him him to either because it feels like these com- comparisons are like offensive to like the players you're it's throwing so out, early but, it's just so yeah early. it's just so early like because like 
we think they're going to be really good, but these guys will probably level out. Uh, and if they do take that step, it's all going to be about the jump shooting, which you can't throw in the comparison right now because they don't have it. So yeah, it's kind of hard to say, but yeah, Asar is his his defense is is shining through. I'd say he's probably about like five percent better on defense than his brother, and then um, he's getting to the rim really well. And he just feel it feels like he there's some semblance of flow with him in this really uh, chaotic Detroit lineup if that makes sense yeah that that was my thing with the two brothers i felt like asar could play better off the ball and he he's a better cutter and he's yeah. a better finisher and stuff like that when a man was more like ball dominant i need to have the ball to do well um dude but asar asar's defense i know i've said it like seven times already it's so electric he's like he's going fully horizontal for balls like yeah with seven minutes left in the first quarter like who's doing that i don't and know it's, it's... It's it, yeah, it's he's amazing. I, I just I love watching. Like that's my thing about these young guys. When you said, "Oh, we're gonna do review like the top couple picks," I was like, "All right, now I'm gonna have to settle in and watch some shitty ass basketball." But like, it's so entertaining. It's way more fun. I, I, in my opinion, I love. They watching. all play so fucking hard. It's awesome. They, they do, and they actually give a fuck, which I love. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I, I like them a lot. I like watching them play. Uh the next guy that we're gonna talk about in the final guy, number six, Anthony Black, to the magic this is kind of the one that i think is the most uh maybe surprising out of the top six because a lot of people didn't have him slated this high and um a lot of people were scratching their head with this pick like there's still some pretty solid players left on the board certainly some that would fit a lot maybe that they thought would fit better than anthony black that being said clearly um the magic knew what they're getting with him because anthony black fits pretty seamlessly into what they're trying to do he granted it's a small sample size he's only played four games out of the six um but that being said he's played really really well he's shooting the fuck out of the ball right now um he's shooting 57 percent from three and 68 percent from the field um along with five rebounds four points to assist and to assist um whole thing with anthony black is he's just kind of a sharpshooter and he's a big, big point guard. He's like a six eight, six nine point guard. Think of like Cade or Josh Giddy or like Dyson Daniels. There's some like just mm-hmm. bigger, bigger guard. Um, I kind of like the Giddy comparison more, but Giddy's not shooting the ball well. Anthony Black can shoot better. Like he's a lesser Cade, more towards on the Giddy to the Cade scale. He's probably more towards Giddy, but he's also a better shooter than Giddy right now. Um. I think he's exactly what the magic need. Just someone who can facilitate the basketball and then uh, be like a safety valve to take an open, take threes at the end of a shot clock, like if needed. Um, and he also provides pretty solid defense due to his bigger frame as at the guard position. He's going to need to fill himself out. He's a little bit skinny and you can see him kind of get pushed off a little bit, but he's very, very fast, which I was surprised about. Uh, but how are you feeling about Anthony black? Uh, I like him like seamless was the best word you could have used. I feel like, He's not ball dominating. Like he's making the right play at the right time. Yeah. What I don't like about him in this in this magic offense or this magic system, whatever, or on this roster actually, is you have all these lottery picks that you have like Marco Folds, Jalen Suggs, Cole Anthony, that you're just waiting to see if like one of them is gonna break out at one point and then you're gonna put your eggs in that basket. You're giving them all the same exact minutes. They're all, all playing like 20, 25 minutes a game. And they're all putting up like the same numbers a game. So I feel yeah. like it's just like they don't know who their guy is yet. And they're trying to figure that out. And now you have Anthony Black in that mix. 
and now he's getting like 10 to 12. So I just think like they got to figure out who's their guy, which I personally think Cole Anthony has been great out of those guys. Jalen Suggs is just plays really hard too. I think he's awesome, but um, I think they just got to commit to somebody like they're, they're stalling yeah. everyone's development here by not playing them enough minutes. So yeah, let, let's so let's transition out of talking about the teams. Yeah, the Magic are the first. We're going to talk about three young teams from the East and three from the West. And Magic's going to be the first one from the East. Um, they're <laughs> they're a lot of fun. I love watching this team. Um, I love. I think they've drafted just really, really well. That Jalen Suggs pick was really solid. Um, they have, and then they've like obviously they drafted Paolo and Franz, which those are your big two. That's what you're going to want to build around. Um, and I think like they need a. I agree. I think there's some consolidation that could happen here and bring in a little bit of like an older guy and try and make sort of a run because I think we're right about at the time where, you know, we're they're next in line, right? Like the Celtics, the Bucks, the the Nuggets, the Sixers are kind of all the Spurs or not the Spurs, the fucking Suns. Like all those guys, all those teams are looking to push right now, the Warriors, whatever. And then I think there's the second tier of teams that are waiting because their stars are where Tatum and Brown were uh, like 20, you know, 2018, 2017, 2016, when they were rookies and, you know, they're getting into it. Right. So I, I think, you know, who your guys are and you know that it's Franz and um, it's uh, Paolo and Paolo. Franz. Yeah. You, like you have your two stars there. Um, and then from there, you're just going to want to build out around them and they have to keep the timeline really tight here. So I think the consolidation needs to happen, but it doesn't need to happen right now because, like I said, they're not going to be making that push for a deep run here until, you know, Tatum or till Paolo and Franz are actually in their prime, which is what yes. Tatum and Brown are in right now. Mm-hmm. So that's what the makes it weird. With the yeah. two wings, the two wings is your two stars. Yeah, and I think I think they're watching Tatum. That I think that's kind <laughs> of what they're building their team off of, right? They have these athletic guards that prioritize defense and Jalen Suggs, not Cole Anthony at all, but the other uh, Jalen Suggs and Anthony Black. I don't know. He doesn't necessarily prioritize defense like the most, right? But he's definitely defense is a priority. And Gary Harris, although he's 29, um, he's a good pickup for them as well. He plays he plays really well. And then Jonathan Isaac kind of acts like your Rob Will, right? And you can tell that they're sort of building like the Celtics, I think. Um, and they just need to add older players through consolidation, but I don't think they need to do that right now. They can just kind of see with what they got. Um, and they keep making really solid picks. Like I like Caleb Houston a lot. I think he was a good pick jet. The jet Howard pick was weird, um, mm-hmm. but I didn't love their lottery picks. I'm not going to lie. I, I like Caleb Houston and I like Anthony black jet Howard, I think was just strange, but I mean, there, there's a lot here to work with. Um, and I was kind of flipping to you. Like what, what do you feel about this team? Um, I think like they're they're just far away. I don't know. Like they're good and they'll be competitive. Like they have talent and they know who their guys are, which is nice. But and like Wendell was, Carter is only twenty four still. Like yeah, he's another great good young asset that they have on it. Like they have young assets and they're going to be good. Um, I think they're trending in the right direction for sure. Like I think last year. After or I don't know, like the last 40, 50 games, they were like five hundred or something like that, which is very impressive. I think that's something yeah. that um like young teams do, they wind up doing, like they wind up building towards the end of the year when they figure out their roles and stuff. Um I just think like the East is too packed and I just I don't think they really like 
have that finisher yet. Like they'll be competitive and they'll be in games in the fourth quarter. But then when it comes like it's a fourth quarter league and when players start playing harder in the fourth quarter and they start like hunting matchups in the fourth quarter, I think the Magic are going to lose like lose games on that. Yeah, I like I I also I like Suggs and I think he could kind of transition into like this Derek White type. Not Derek White's a lot better, but mm-hmm. I think a high end of what Suggs. Yeah, I I I think um a, like a very very high end of what Jalen Suggs could end up being is like a Derek White utility player that you could tell is one of the most important players to the team that he's on. Um, mm-hmm. he's like a great connector piece, and I am not a Cole Anthony fan. I he just. He, Cole Anthony is totally really? Marcus Smart. He's totally Marcus Smart. Just he takes these shots where it's like, oh, it's time for me to, it's time for me to like really go. And I think I a lot of the times I feel like he's taking a Cole Anthony shot when he should be getting Paolo and Franz, the two stars, yeah, more fair. involved. That's why I feel like he kind of hinders what they're trying to do a lot of the times, and he just kind of shoots with volume when he shouldn't. Um, mm-hmm. so I'm not a super big Cole Anthony fan there, but I yeah, this team this team is in the right direction. It's just not their turn yet, really, is what it comes down to. Uh, for the Pistons now, this Pistons team is sort of a mess. This was a team that I thought going into it was going to have definition and a semblance of a team, but they are they are all over the place. And honestly, for being the most high-paid coach in the league right now, I'm not really sure what the hell Monte Williams is doing. Um, like, if you look through their roster here, they just have a random – they just randomly have Bohan Bogdanovich on the team. Yeah, I don't really He'll get flipped at the deadline for like. Um, that's what I'm thinking. Like well, Alec they asked, Burks, they were asking for two firsts for him last year, something crazy like that. Yeah, it's like it's like Joe Harris, Alec Burks, Bohan Bogdanovich, um, are your you know vets? You could call Monte Morris a vet too, and um, but other than that, everyone else is under 28 years old, and it's like this team is just ridiculously young. They're even somehow younger than the Magic. Um. I don't know what they're doing with their centers and power forwards. They have Marvin Bagley. They have um, Isaiah Livers. They have Isaiah Stewart. They have Asar, who's kind of a combo forward, and then James Wiseman. So you literally have you have Wiseman, um, Bagley, and Isaiah Stewart all fighting to stay in the league and not they're be a backup. Yeah. And they're all kind of, yeah, they're all very, very limited in what they can really do here. I think the best would be honestly Isaiah Stewart, right? Out of those yeah, he's three, the most minutes. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I don't. This is a team that, like, also Jaden Ivy, is not playing well for them right now, and I can't he's tell off the bench. I don't know why. I don't. Yeah, I don't get it. Like, it feels like they have their hands in a bunch of different experiments right now, but none of them are defined, and they really haven't gotten any results. Um. I feel like they also don't let the they don't let it. I feel like they haven't realized that Cade's their star yet, right? Because mm-hmm. they just don't really he's play. He's having a little bit of a breakout year, though. He, yeah. He looks good. Maybe this year they'll realize. I know he's coming off of the injury, but I just feel like we know Cade's the star here, so let's start defining the team around him. Um, and I think, I don't know, I just feel like they haven't really gotten to that point yet. They still are playing like a very young team, which they are, but to maximize Cade, although Cade is only 22, you got to start adding some semblance of something. Now, Jalen Duran, uh, he's the other corner piece, the I other feel like. center. He's the other, yeah, he's the other guy. Now, what you would hope is that Ivy and um, Asar hit right, and then you kind of build around there. 
Mm-hmm. I don't know what they're doing with Ivy. It seems like they're favoring Killian Hayes over him, which it's just so dumb. It's just not. I don't know. Like I don't know. You can think what you think about Killian Hayes, but I would say Ivy's the better prospect in a vacuum. So I don't know. This team's dumb right now, and it's kind of annoying to me. And I don't really know what Monty Williams is doing. Do you have? Do you feel the same way? Yes, hundred percent. I think he should be putting his eggs in Jaden Ivy basket instead of. I'm so done with Killian Hayes, dude. I've been done with him for years. I think this is like a last ditch effort type thing. He's like the him. he's like the cool basketball nerd guy. Everybody everybody who's a nerd a basketball nerd, it's kind of like hip to like Killian Hayes. But I don't really, I I get what they're saying, I guess. But it's like, I think in a vacuum, Jaden Ivy's a better prospect. I've never I've never ran into anyone who said. Yeah, it's like an NBA Twitter thing. A lot. It's people live or die by Killian Hayes. He's very divisive. (laughs) I'm not sure why. Yeah, that's Um, that's bizarre. Let's go to the Pacers now. Uh, I mean, Tyrese Halliburton is going. I'm a, you know, injuries withstanding. I'm assuming going to be an All Star. Correct? You think? Big time. Yes, hundred percent. He's playing out of his head. He's he's just awesome. Um, twenty four and twelve right now. Yeah, he's 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 your star right there. Um, this team's a little bit older than the other ones that we've talked about. They have a 31-year-old TJ McConnell. They got a 30-year-old Buddy Heald, 27-year-old Bruce Brown. Um, they've got 31-year-old Daniel Tice, who's probably going to be going back to Boston, hopefully. 27-year-old Miles Turner. Uh, this is one of those teams where another... Th- this one's weird because they're old, but they have some younger guys as well. Your cornerstone, Tyrese Halliburton's only 23. Um, and you do have really young prospects like ben- Benedict Matherin. I know he's not playing that great right now. He's going to be good in this league. I'm telling you, just give him a little bit to figure I'm it out. I'm not off. Good. I'm not off the Ben bandwagon. Yeah, I, I didn't think you would be. Nemhard is fucking awesome. Um, he's really good for them. Neesmith is get is. Why is know, he doing? Neesmith is even playing well. Yeah, he's he's doing well. Uh, he talks some shit to the Celtics. I don't want to remind him about his time with the Celtics because he's pretty garbage. Ben <laughs> Shepard has been is having a renaissance right now out of Belmont. The guy shoots the fuck out of the basketball. Uh, it looks like they're, they hit with him. Um, Jalen Smith has been playing like pretty solid minutes, nothing great, but Obi looks really good there. Um, and then miles Turner, obviously we know what you're getting with him. Uh, I haven't seen a ton from Jairus Walker. He hasn't really played a ton either. He's playing like nine yeah. minutes a game. Um, so nothing really from him yet. This, that this is an older team. And they're pretty heavy at his position. So I'm, I didn't expect him to get a ton of play time. Um, same with Isaiah Wong. But this team, I don't know. I actually don't know what they do here because this is just a middle of the pack team until it's not. Um, and I'm not really sure because they don't have enough. I don't think they have enough prospects or older guys to package together something for any sort of deal that'll move the needle. Um, so I think this is one of those teams that you actually just keep playing it out and let them develop together. Is that do you think the same way? Yeah, I think Miles Turner is good for them. Like he's a stretch five, he could shoot, but it's their defense that is. If I was yeah, a Pacers fan, I awful. would be infuriated, dude, because it's like it's so entertaining on offense. They're running and gunning. It's a track meet, but then they can never get a stop. It's like one step forward, one step backwards. So. I think I'm, I don't know, like, if you want someone to fit the timeline, go after someone like Mark Williams. I don't know what you would have to give up to get Mark Williams from from the Hornets, but some just defensive-minded center that could anchor your defense and run the floor where, like, he doesn't have to be able to shoot. I just think what annoys me about this Pacers team is 
they beat the Cavs twice, and the Cavs are like an above average team, plays very good defense. But then they lose to the Hornets and then the Bulls, who are they're they're just dog shit. We all know that their teams are dog shit. So I think like with this team, if their shots are falling, they could beat anybody. But then their lack of defense, they could also lose to anybody any given night. So it's just either or. Yeah, I I completely agree. Um, the Rockets now. This is one of the most fun teams in the NBA. They have a bunch of like, I I don't even know how to describe it. They just have a bunch of crazy players on their team. Um, I'm loving that Jabari Smith Jr. finally has a coach that's kind of perfect for him in uh, Ime Udoka. Because I was no, a how sad are you Smith. that you don't have Ime? Well, I don't I don't care, dude. I don't I don't give a fuck. He brought too much baggage to the team. I feel like um, but Jabari Smith, I'm happy that he's got Ime here. You can see him starting to come out of his shell a little bit. Uh, he's playing a lot better than he did last year, um, and I'm really happy for him. Uh, this team is another really weird team because they have a ton. They have, like, a starting five of old guys, and then they have a ton of young players. But other than, like, the five old guys, it's just young guys. Um, I don't know, man. I don't really know what this team's doing. I This is kind of the one that has the least amount of direction, in my opinion. They're a lot of fun. Yeah. But there's just no direction to this team. Um, but yeah, what, what? How do you feel about him? Like I, I want to hate him because like I don't like Dylan Brooks and I I don't think Fred VanVleet's that good and deserves that money. Uh, but then I saw them play against the Lakers, and I was like, this team is is kind of electric. Like they, they are. play on defense, they play hard. They do. Jalen Green is is electric. He looks really good, and they're like they're patient on offense. They're like the 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 two guards that they brought in, they're actually working and they're, they're getting good shots every possession and they're getting Jabari Smith, the ball in spots where he can score. Like I thought they were going to be dog shit, but it, like he doing a great job. I'm very impressed. He definitely is. I'm, I'm impressed with him too. He is a good coach uh, for sure. So yeah, they're, they're, this is just a really fun team. I don't know what's going to happen with them, but I think they're really fun. Um, Let's go to Spurs. The Spurs roster is, so the Spurs are kind of my, uh, I like love this team, but they kind of disappoint me a lot, but I love them still. Uh, like I love Devin Vassell. I love Jeremy Sohan. Um, I love Keldon Johnson and I love uh, Malachi Branham. And then like Zach Collins, as much as I like, don't like what he looks like. I, he's, he's good. He, he's what, what slowly, like his appearance? he just, he just looks like a douche. No offense. To you, <laughs> he does. Um, TikTok haircut. Yeah. And, but he's fucking awesome. I can't I can't not say like we've watched I've watched the Spurs as much as I've watched the Celtics. And the thing that stands out every single time is how good Zach Collins is, yeah, other than awesome. any Wemby things. Um this seems just gonna be really bad. And uh they're I kind of pushed their timeline ahead more than I thought uh when I talked about them in the preseason because I thought they were gonna make some additions. They're not, they're gonna keep it young and just kind of ride this out. Um the Sohan experiment at point guard is not working right now, but the mm-hmm. upside is that it does work. And real realistically, like the argument for it is like, we're going to lose anyways. So might as well just fuck around and see if we can get Sohan to add that um, wrinkle to his game, because I would just make him an all around better player. So I'm not against that, uh, you know, experiment at all. It gets a little frustrating sometimes, but nonetheless, I'm really in on this team. I really like them. They're, they're not going to be good for a little bit though. No, and I mean, like, yeah, they have that crazy comeback against the Suns, 20-point comeback, and they look amazing, and they're firing all cylinders, and then they 
go out the next night and get smacked around by yeah. like 30. So that's just, that's a young team for you in a nutshell. Yeah. So how do you feel about this team? I mean, I think like, I love Denvisel. I love, uh, Wemby obviously is great. Um, what's my thing about Kelvin Johnson? He, like they're, they got good pieces and they're good at just, uh, I don't know. I, th- like, you're right. They're not rushing anything. And like with Wemby, they could kind of be good now if they really, really wanted to, but, they're not so i think we just let them play it out and let them develop Wemby, and they'll be good in a couple years yeah uh, all right let's wrap it up with the thunder a team that i think where we you and i have probably talked about the thunder the most i think thunder or pacers probably um i i love this team i really do uh they're only, they're they're missing two things and it's just three-point shooting and a uh like a like a big man who can bang in the post right like a like a a bruising, a bruising big man. Um, they're two those two moves away. I think from like legit being, con- starting to contend. Honestly, you have Shea, who's one of the best players in the NBA. Um, I'm not ready to say he's MVP, but I think he's on that upper echelon. Um, and he's I would like NBA to see- team. Yeah, sure again. yeah, NBA, like yeah, and I think he's one of those guys too that the knocks on him are his his lack of a. Uh, resume but he's only 25 and he hasn't had the opportunity to play in those big games not to a fault of his own um mm-hmm. i think it's starting to be that time where you want them to get into those big games and if this could become a really battle t- like the Celtics are really good because they're battle tested so young right like Tatum's rookie year i believe they went to the eastern, eastern conference, conference finals, finals yeah. yeah and like Took that was around to seven yeah so like you want you kind of if you're the okc thunder you're kind of looking to get your bruises it get your bruises in early um you have a star in chet you have a star in shay and then you just have a bunch of really really good uh backup players like case wallace could step in and be your shooting answer maybe in a couple of years so yep. maybe you don't have to make a move for that but i do think you need to get like a just a fucking brick wall big man um that's your only other glaring issue it seems really deep. It's really fun. Uh, you could probably do a consolidation trade or something, but I'm not sure where they go. Truly, uh, I think they're going to try and be good, though. Do you agree with that? I think they're. There's no question they could be top six in the West. They could be yeah. a playoff team, not a play-in team. Um, and dude, I think like yeah, you can do a consolidation trade, but like why rush it? Like the timeline is fitting so nicely right now, and they could be good for the next like six to eight years with Chet and Shea and Jalen Williams and Giddy. Like they're just good, and there's no reason to rush. And they're so entertaining and they're so fun that it's not like like it's it's entertaining basketball. Like it's all they're getting butts in seats for sure. So I I like them a lot. I don't think they're better than the Timberwolves because I think the Timberwolves are just more defined, better on defense, but. I think they could definitely be top six in the West. Yeah, I, I think. Yeah, I agree with that. I think also with their amount of picks that they have, they can consolidate that way too, and go and you know entice a team that is kind of having a yard sale, maybe like a Portland or like a Thunder. I'm sorry, Raptors or something. See what they can get. Like if they could get Jakob Pertl in the building. Yeah, sure. Like that's not sure, a huge deal, but that's just someone that would be perfect because. Realistically, you don't actually want another. I don't think you actually need another offensive star to come in and take touches away from these guys. What they already have established, you want more of a defensive-minded player mm-hmm. that can bang down low and take that stress off of Chet 
and like, Chet's who bottom. knows what the Grizzlies are going to do, but like maybe a Steven Adams type guy. Yeah, if like you could get Steven Adams down back to the Thunder, you know, that would be good. Um, some someone like that would be actually perfect. So, although he's out for the season, but yeah, like someone like that would be nice. I always wanted them to get Rob Will. Uh, he's out for months as well. So, right now, all the banging big men are gone. So I'm not sure what 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 they really look for right now. But yeah, I, I think. You're realistically, they're just not a good three-point shooting team, and maybe you're hoping that Giddy's shot comes back. He's kind of struggled this year. You're hoping Kason can come in and take that role um, of the three-point shooting off the bench, whatever. Micic has been a great addition, and I think they should start adding. Like I think more teams should add those middle-aged Euro guys that have been playing in those crazy places, right? Yeah, I like they just that. come in and they fit. So, yeah, but yeah, they so play the right brand of basketball. They do. So, yeah, so that's going to wrap it up for our young guys segment. Uh, we're going to do this weekly, talk about young players and teams to be on the lookout for. Uh, we're going to do it different types of segments, different things like that. But this has been our first one um, coming up. You're going to hear Butsy and Jordan talking some Celtics. And yeah, so without further ado, here goes that.